You're listening to the Mind Your Own Dog Business Podcast. I'm your host, leading expert in dog business strategist, Kristen Lee. Guys, get ready for your journey, your journey to cutting edge marketing and sales, creating a standout kick-ass dog business brand, along with mastering your mindset that's going to smash all of these glass ceilings that have been holding you back and catapult your dog business to the next level with actionable steps you can take right away. We're going to empower you. We're going to grow you as you step into your authentic self, not only as a dog trainer, dog walker, or whatever slice of the pet industry you find yourself in, but as that badass entrepreneur. My mission is to disrupt the current norm, cut through the noise, cut through the bullshit, and empower the incredible women of the dog business industry to step into the spotlight, reclaim control, and transform not only their businesses, but their lives. It's real. It's raw, it's uncensored, and it's what this dog business industry needs. Let's do this, guys. What is going on, everybody? Welcome, welcome all of you amazing, absolutely fucking epic dog business entrepreneurs. Welcome all of you badasses back to another episode of the Mind Your Own Dog Business Podcast. Holy crap. So funny story before I get kicked off, I recorded this episode before and I realized I was talking so fucking fast. It was like listening to me in one and a half slash two mode. Like it was a little creepy. I was like, Oh my God, how do I talk so fast? Why do I talk so fast? And I tend to talk really fast. And my clients know this, for example, if you're a client of mine, what I like to do during our coaching calls, I record myself because I move through stuff so quickly because I have this brain that just goes when it comes to everything, business strategy, personal development related, especially when it comes to branding, marketing and sales. So super funny. I recorded this episode already and I'm going to kind of slow it down to capture everything so you guys can get all of the good, amazing nuggets out of this. But first and foremost, holy fucking shit. You know, I'm sitting here. It's almost the end of 2019. What, we got like two months left, three months left, two months left. And I'm just reflecting back onto the Mind Your Own Dog Business podcast. Last year, I think it was in 2000, 2018 or maybe 2017, late 2017, I launched my first one. And to be 100% honest, I was inconsistent, right? And we're going to talk about consistency today too. It's the reason why I want to record it. And, you know, I had the podcast and I was kind of testing it out. I was playing around with it, but my business was in the massive growth stage for the coaching business. So I didn't have much time to dedicate to consistent content with you guys. So I put it on the back burner and I'm like, I got to get realigned. I was going through a lot of my own personal uh, business transformation because as a business coach, I am indebted to do that as well and, you know, always have my education going. And this year when I launched, I'm like, you know what, I'm going to play with it. I'm going to do it when it makes me feel good versus being tied to a schedule because I hate being tied to a schedule when it comes to content. I believe content should flow. It should be consistent, but it also should feel good. So it's not basic bitch content. So I launched this back, I believe in May of 2019. And the response has been absolutely amazing. I mean, for you guys to just tell me how much you love this, to tell me the actual changes you've implemented 
really solidifies in my heart that you guys are true entrepreneurs. You guys are real action takers versus sitting around picking your noses like, well, I do want to grow my business, but I don't want to do anything about it, right? So it makes me so excited that so many of you guys are action takers. And and back in September of this year of 2019 and in October of this month, because we are still in October as I'm recording this, I just found out, I found out when it happened a few times that Mind Your Own Dog Business, one of the only dog business podcasts out there, broke the top 100 entrepreneurial podcasts in the United States. Guys, all right, cool. So like, it's like you're probably thinking of top 100, that's not that big. I'm like, okay, so I think of that immediately because I am a super overachiever and I'm a super go-getter and I always have to go first. Like this is just me, like it just comes back to my old, old childhood trauma, vulnerable moment there. But the fact that Mind Your Own Dog Business even topped in the top 50 and 60 range is huge, is fucking huge. And it is absolutely a massive achievement. And I'm just going to send my absolute gratitude to everybody out there, all my listeners that have made this possible. So thank you. Thank you. Thank you. I know you guys are super busy. You guys have a lot of things going on, especially with your dog training business and your dog walking business. It just makes me happy that so many of you guys take the time out of your day, that you share this, that you rate this, and you just consume, engage with this content. It just makes me happy and inspires me. So you guys inspire me as much as I inspire you. I always want to say that. I'm not Tony Robbins. I'm not here to motivate you, but I am here to inspire you to take action, to change your life and your dog business. And likewise, you guys also inspire me. I'm getting all teary-eyed thinking about it. That being said... I would absolutely love to keep this momentum going. So after this episode, or you can do it right now, whatever you want to do, it's up to you, my love. I love you all. Shoot me a quick five-star review below and just say a couple great words like, hey, this is great. Or you don't have to say any good words. And what that's going to do is it's going to push Mind Your Own Dog Business up more and more. Let's break the top 10. Let's show the business entrepreneurial world that the dog industry ain't nothing to fuck with. And let's get this shit going, guys. And to actually give you my gratitude and thanks, I will give you a special gift if you screenshot the review and send it to me at support at Dog Rocker Coach. And my amazing assistant will send you a beautiful private training that nobody else has except for my private clients. And you are going to be able to up level your motherfucking sales and your marketing. All right. So what did I want to talk about today? I wanted to talk about showing up and how showing up in your dog training business, your dog walking business, and how it relates to how your clients are showing up. So one of the biggest struggles I see a lot of dog business professionals uh, speaking and hearing because you guys aren't alone. And here's the thing. What I'm talking about is not to judge you or to shame you. I am just bringing that awareness so you can make different shifts and different choices when it comes to the way you show up in your dog business. A lot of people struggle with the way their clients are showing up. Either clients are cheap, clients don't want to do the work, clients are lazy, clients just want it all done for themselves. They just want the quick, easy route and they don't want to do the work. And I get that. And by the way, if clients don't want to do the work, who are you not to do the work for them? Charge a motherfucking premium and get their dog good and get a fucking get use that fucking shit to fodder your business even more. But that's a whole other story and a whole other episode. So 
let's talk about showing up. So inherently, a lot of dog trainers and dog walkers have this created bias around them. It's almost like this created bias in the industry as a whole, where we start to think that dog owners are inherently cheap, they're inherently lazy. Now, I've been in this industry for a really long time. I've been coaching people. I've coached hundreds of people. I've had hundreds of dog walking and dog training clients, including employees too. And I have to tell you, a very, very small majority of people are inherently cheap and inherently lazy. So we have to look at where we are misaligned with our market if you are struggling with that. So for example, if you are struggling to see where your clients are showing up to do the work and being consistent, what I want you to do is to take a sit back for a second. You can take a word from my mentor, Gina, and go and listen and say, okay, where am I not showing up consistently myself in my business? Now, I know you're already getting reactive and you're like, oh my God, that has nothing to do with the way my clients aren't showing up, Kristen. They're just, they're not doing the work and I'm getting frustrated and blah, 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 and everything like that. It has nothing to do with the way I show up. And then you do angry playing in arms and you cross your arms and you're totally disregarded. I get that, right? This is not an attack on you. This is just some awareness and I'm intense because I care because again, I'm an intensive care bear. So if you are struggling to have clients show up consistently with their dog to continue on their training, um, to continue on their homework, or if, for example, if you are a pack walker and you do a lot of socialization with big packs and then you get a dog back after the dog's been off for a week or maybe you went away and the dog's starting to be a reactive asshole again, you're like, whoa, 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 what the fuck is going on with this dog? This dog has never done it before. We have to take a reflective, non-reactive look back and be like, all right, So my client's not showing up, which I understand because clients are clients, people are people, humans are humans, and we can't control humans. Where am I not fully showing up for them? So is it I'm kind of rushing the process with them? If I'm going into, you know, a person's house to do a session and I'm going there, I'm going, you got to do A, B, C, D, and E and do this, 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 and this, and this, because I got to get the fuck out of here and I got to get to my next session. I got to get to my next class. So we have to make sure we are breaking it down easily for our clients. We have to also respect their time and their schedules too. And if we're not being consistent with the way we show up with them and with our business, do you think if we're not showing up consistently in our business through sales, through marketing, through having conversations for prospective clients, that you're going to draw in the people that are going to be fully fully, fully fucking on board. Absolutely not. Because when we rush the process, when we're very inconsistent, the way we bring client care, uh, prospective clients in through a sales system and through a marketing and through Instagram or Facebook or however you bring your clients in, if you're inconsistent with that and you're just kind of piling them all in, what is going to happen is it's going to attract the same type of people. And I'm going to do an episode about what you put out of tracks because it's totally normal. However, we have to take that reflective look back and be like, okay, cool. Where is the breakdown? Where am I not showing up where I want my clients to show up? Now, same thing. This is going to be huge. Now, I'm not saying this again to cause any anger from you guys. I'm not saying it to trigger you or I want you to resonate with this one. A lot of people think clients, dog owners are inherently cheap, which again, 
That is so not true. Only a very small majority, between 6 and 9% are fucking cheap. Like most dog owners aren't cheap depending on where you source your leads from. But if you're like, oh my God, people are so cheap, and that kind of subconsciously goes into you, I want to see where you are not investing in your own self, okay? Now, what does that mean? If you are, you know, this is this is something I, I'm trying to be very gentle with this one, guys. If you don't prioritize paying specific things, uh, if you don't prioritize investing in yourself, investing in your business education, investing in your dog training education, investing in some really, really, really great marketing. Now, I'm not saying about paid lead gen. The time could even be an investment. What is going to happen? Again, it's just like the consistency of you showing up. You are going to attract exactly what you put out there. So if you don't take the time to carefully curate and have an understanding, again, the investment doesn't even have to be financial. It could be the time investment where you just learn a different skill. If you don't invest that, of course, people are going to naturally come to you and not want to pay money versus kind of just like, oh, yeah, here's $10,000 for board and train, if you get what I'm saying. So again, remember, where are you not investing in yourself? And is that kind of reflecting back on why clients don't want to show up for you guys? All right. So just always remember this. Now, one caveat I'm going to actually talk about super quick is the overall, the over emotional attachment to our clients, which is a huge one. Now, this is where I want you guys to use a lot of caution because I see this a lot and this fucks so many dog business professionals, especially dog traders and dog walkers, where we get overly attached to the emotional investment of the dog. And I liken it to like somebody is drowning, right? So you just say you are a, um, you're like the life, a life, uh, what the fuck, a Coast Guard, okay? And there is a boat of sailors drowning. They're all freaking out and screaming and blah, 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 blah. So you drop down there as a professional, right? That's your job. You, again, go back and listen to the last episode because you are the professional, you are the authoritative leader in your industry. And you go down there to help them out. And what are you going to do? You're going to rescue them, you're going to give them your hands, and you're going to put bring them up to the boat or maybe put them in a little basket. What is going to happen if you get in that water with them and then overly get attached to saving them versus kind of going in there and doing your job and meeting them at where they're what level they're at. They are going to drown you. And the same exact fucking thing happens with dog pros. It's like we get so emotionally attached and invested in a dog and a dog's results where the the relationship, and this is for that small percentage, guys, that small little percentage I was talking about, the six is 9% of dog owners really don't give a fuck. (laughs) And we start to turn into these needy, overly attached people. And we're starting to drown people. We're starting to go in the victimization mode with them. And when you're over delivering and overbearing on the clients, they're going to ghost you. So always remember that. I know this isn't really kind of like showing up where your clients are showing up or where you're not showing up, but it's just something like that. So it's like, I see, oh my God, fucking pet sitters. Jesus Christ, you guys are guilty as fuck of this. Um, It's like people won't pay you, but you'll still go take care of the dogs or you'll go to a job and somebody be like, Hey, I have a dog. You get to the house. There's there's like 10 dogs and 18 cats. And you're still going to do it for the same rate because you're so emotionally attached to the outcome of the dog's well-being. Guys, keep the kibosh on that. 
every business relationship, it come and it's again, it goes to the dog industry too, is it's reciprocal. You can't get emotionally overattached to that. It's going to drown you and it's going to cause so much emotional burnout and intensity that it's just going to melt you down and your mental state is going to be fucking huge. All right. Wow. And also, this is a really good point too. I almost ended this episode. One last thing I want to say to you, and this is one thing I said to my new assistant. I said to her, I said, listen, the biggest thing, because she handles a lot of my client relations, she kind of handles the back end of it. The biggest thing I need you to remember is you can't want it more than your client. Yes, every single listener here, I want you guys to all go and take this advice and to grow with it. And a lot of you guys, the majority of you guys are doing it. However, if I was so emotionally invested in this and like wanting to push your rock uphill for you, I would be fucking dead. <laughs> like I would legit be so spent that I couldn't even focus on my client care, like my own client care. And I say that with a lot of love because it's true. So it's like, all right, you can't want it more than the dog owner. So just quickly check in with yourself. If your clients aren't showing up where you want them to show up or your prospective clients, take quick inventory. Where aren't you showing up right now in your business? Where is the lack of that? You know, where are you being inconsistent? Are you investing in your own education, your styles, your skills, if people aren't investing in you, especially when it comes to sales? And yeah, and always remember you can't want it more than your clients. All right, guys, this was a super quick one, which I'm so proud of myself to do. And yeah, hope you go out and rock this motherfucking week and kick ass with your dog business and take inventory of how are you showing up and prioritizing your business and how is that misaligned with your current clients. I'll talk to you guys later. Bye. Hey there. Thank you for listening to another badass episode of Mind Your Own Dog Business. If you haven't already subscribed, what are you waiting for? Oh my God, go and subscribe now so you don't miss out on any of our content-packed dog business jam sessions plus special offers that I'm gonna only be sharing with my amazing dog business entrepreneurial podcast listeners. Now, if you've enjoyed this episode, be sure to leave a five-star kick-ass review so more amazing dog business owners just like yourself can find us and start to transform and disrupt their businesses and their lives unapologetically. And if you feel so inclined, feel free to tag me on Instagram with a screenshot of this episode and holler at your girl. I'm at dogwalkercoach. You can find me, dogwalkercoach, and I'll pop up and I'll give you a special shout out. All right, guys, until next time. Bye.